At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So tell me, can you look me in the eyes? When she woke up late in the morning light and the day had just begun, it's the Chats with Cats podcast. It's Rick, Dan, and Mark. Welcome. I don't know that one. Good to be back. Don't you know that one? What is it? Tell me. Oh, yes, yeah, so he, he didn't do it with a tune. I don't know it. Do you know it? No. When you wake up in the morning. When she woke up late in the morning light and the day had just begun. Oh, that is a good tune. Yeah, that's good. I opened up your See, this is way more fun. When you cut the tune out, heaps more. Oh, what a morning. Mm. Not a day for work. Yeah. Oh, good one. <laughs> all, all that she wants, Ace of Base. They've gone, haven't they? Oh, so good. Do you remember watching Ace of Base when you were younger? Did you ever watch it? Nah, never. Oh, mate. Band from, I think, Sweden. Do your own research on that one. But the they had two female singers. One was a dark-haired singer. She was the main singer. One was blonde, and she was the backup singer. And... Damn. So they're like tattoo, cop, but different. Cop that, Rachel. Very different. Yeah. With the band. <laughs> Don't say cop that, Rachel. That's not very nice. <laughs> anyway, we've got a predicament here. We're the three best friends that anyone could have, but Mark thinks I'm a dick. Oh, yeah. In trouble for rocking up nine minutes late. No, this oh. is where it all started. Earlier in the day, we were having a little bit of banter. Normal banter. We always banter. We all tell each other we're dickheads and losers and whatever. Oh, no, we don't. But, but. Ev- yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. But today, innocent comments from me that I just very yeah. innocuous. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm right in the middle of this. Now, everyone listening... You can't tell a tone and you can't tell the way someone's saying something through text. So Mark got a little bit we offended. No, he was being a little bit rude. You reckon? Wait, see, I oh, wasn't being rude. Mark got a little bit offended. That's so oh yeah. We'll just yeah, we'll just accept Rick being like a bit of a, a dick. I thought he was being <laughs> I, I thought he had a bad weekend, clearly. <laughs> I had a great weekend. Four yeah. days off in a row. You just saying a little bit grumpy. No. You felt like he was coming for you. Oh, I don't know. What was it? Just a couple Look, of jabs so, here, here and there? Yeah. It, it culminated in this. Mark said, what time should I get to your house? Should I aim for 7.15? I said, mate, you aim for 7.15. I'll be ready. So I've raced through the kids' bedtimes, got ready to sleep, had a little bit of time with Moss, and I've seen, oh, it's 7.14. I better get to the car because Mark will be here in one minute. So I get down, get organised, get to the car, and I'm sitting in my car. And I'm like, "Hmm, yeah, am I received." Am I going on my own tonight? Okay, so we agreed on seven fifteen. The time was seven nineteen when he no. said to me, "Am I going on my own oh, tonight?" Yes, that's true. It's four minutes. Yeah, and when did four you arrive, minutes. Dan? Four minutes. When time. did you arrive, Mark? That's irrelevant right no, now. It's not at all. What we're talking about is he's already going. Am I going on my own? four minutes after? I've waited outside at least five to ten minutes. And understand That's when I was pooing and I told you, no, I'm just dropping a poo. And I'm just saying I've yet to arrive because I stopped to get some warheads for oh, us. Don't shake those on mic. 
on the way oh. to your house. Okay. I was buying Rick a little confectionery snack. Okay. Okay. Here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. And it's your fault. Oh, my God. All you needed was a courtesy text to <laughs> say, hey, I'll be five minutes late. Yeah. That's right. That's At all. The point, you're transacting right, you're right. these warheads, probably paying on Apple Pay, and you could have gone, yeah. Oh, geez, Apple paid that, and oh, look at the time. I'm going to be like, but hey, mate, what's happening just is going to be a couple of minutes late. The insurance company in his head said, "You'll be right, mate," because usually he's doing a poo or taking too long with his kids. Yeah. So he got the, ins- you know, he, this has happened too many times. So anyway. come to think of it, when I was lining up to pay for those warheads, I should have messaged to say, "Sorry, man, I'm going to be a few minutes late. Please don't leave without me," and everything would have been okay, hundred percent. Well, we're yeah. all still friends. Yeah. And, and, and when sorry, he got in the car, he well, said, sorry. I'm not even late. I'm nine minutes late. And I was like, so you are late. Single digits. I'm not late. <laughs> I'm just nine minutes late. You know, single digits is, is just acceptable. Once you oh, hit 10, yeah. that's... Thank God. He made it by 44 seconds. All right, can we talk about... Let's change the subject. All right, all right. I want to talk about something. Went to vote on Saturday. I thought we weren't talking politics tonight. We're not talking politics. But an interesting thing. You know... I got there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Saturday morning, lining up to vote, freezing fucking cold, mind you. And in my mind, I'm thinking, these places only open at 8, so I'll be there at 8. I'll walk in, I'll vote, I'll walk out. Bing, bang, boom, I'm home before you know it. Mm. I got there and there's a lineup halfway down the street. So everyone had the same idea. Yep. And I was in shorts and thongs and a hoodie and a hat. So I'm freezing. Now, there's this setup at the one where I went to vote, Boothby and Mayo, and there's no, there's no signage just to say if you're in Boothby going this line, in Mayo going that you line. You lined up for no reason? I lined up in Boothby and I, I vote in Mayo. So I'm lining up in Boothby and then the lady comes out where I just progressed up probably about 10 metres up the line. Okay, everyone, if you're in Boothby, you should be in this line. If you're in Mayo, be in this line. So, oh, fuck. Oh. How much time was wasted? Well, here's the thing, and this is what I really like. So I went, oh, no, I'm going to have to go to the back of the line. And these lovely old people were like, don't worry, mate. Just take a spot in front of us. So I didn't really lose any time, which was lovely. And then I'm in Hang the on, line. so general members of the public said, no, just did, come in front of me. Yes. Did oh, you, that's lovely. Did you jump the queue in front of some old people? They offered me to go in front of them. You're a lovely guy. Oi, but how... <laughs> how Upset with the people behind the old people. Oh, fuck. Don't care. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's the rule on that? You want to fight or? See, the thing is, if you let someone else in front of you, that's okay. You're sacrificing just one turn, but the person behind now has two in front instead of one in front. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Look, let's all play nice. Okay. The thing that I wanted to talk about is, you know how riled up people get about elections? And it's so divisive. There are so many different political sways in, this, in society you might be Greens, you might be Labor, I might be Liberal. Let's not cast aspersions on that because who cares. But once every three years, if that is the, the case, then automatically we all think we're, we're all fuckheads. If you're really into it, right? And I thought to myself, you know what? I don't care what anyone else is voting here. I'm going to see how many people are open just having a chat because we're stuck in this line. And I had the best conversation with these old people. Mm. Hang on, so you just started a political chat in no, the line? No, politi- no politics. What? I found out so much about their life. 
So wow. they'd moved to Craigburn Farm in 2002 from Eden Hills. They built a house with Michael James Holmes, I think it was, or I don't know, something, Michael something Holmes. They had a terrible experience. They tried to pull the wool over their eyes, a whole bunch of stuff with like not insulating the walls properly and all this sort of oh, stuff. Yeah, but we get it, mate. They told, us, told me lots of things anyway. Okay. They, she had Italian heritage, just like I do. Oh, what a They'd shock. <laughs> it's not that. It's not Campbelltown where I was lining up. Okay. okay. Keep going. Found out lots of stuff about it, and it was beautiful. We just had a human conversation, not about politics or anything, but we line up in lines that just you're stuck in these with people every day. I tried to do the same thing at supermarket today. Yeah. No one wanted in? to borrow me. Yeah, because yeah, you're weird. No, I was just like, hey, how's your day going? And they're like, oh, fine. Yeah. Oh, like actual shut down straight away. Just like not open to talking. <laughs> yeah. I love just talking to people. Mm. I just want to know. I've something got a little response to this. People. I think a conversation in a line can take place depending on the location and how long you're expected to wait in this line. Mm. So at the supermarket, you know you're only there for like a minute. It was a long line, Mark. It was? It was well, that line. is rude then. But that is a point. Like... In an election line, you're like, we're going to be here okay, for like the 10 thing, minutes. The like, thing let's is, have a little chat. People in a supermarket have this idea in their head that I'm going to do my stuff, go to the checkout. There might be one person in front of me and then I'm getting served. If they rock up to the checkout and there's four people in front of them, they automatically get into this sad mood, bit of anxiety, this is taking too long. And then Rick turns around, how's your day gone? Well, fucking really bad now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's probably the worst time to ask someone that. Mm. But if you... Where else could you do it? Um, let's say the Royal Adelaide Show. You expect to get there and there'd be a bit of a lineup to get in or like a footy match or something. Something where there's excitement at the end of the line, not I'm paying $300 for stuff that was 128 days ago because of inflation. All right. You know? What about you, Mark, mm. going out to town, as I know you quite often do, and then your oh, friends will go? Lately, yes. Yes, I have been going out a bit more lately. But then you you will find someone to hang out with. This is, I know if, we've had lots of conversations where you'll be out in town yeah, and then the group that you're there with, they say, right, we're going to go home yeah. out. And you go, no, it's fine, I'm going out. Yeah, and you just like, as in going out after going out. Yeah, Like the fun stuff where the party really starts. But so the 5am party. Almost every time you've told me about this, yeah. you go out to a place with no one. Yeah. And you've always got a group of people yeah. by the end of it. So it's interesting. It's like you, grow out, you go out with like a really good set of mates and then there comes a time where a normal person goes home. But I'm far from normal, Dan. So, so you're saying happens, 3 o'clock? So what happens is you want to go out further but there's other people that want to go out but only a select few and they're not really people that you're that great of friends with. Ah. So those sessions at the end of the night always happen at a kick-on or the casino and it's always people you sort of know but don't really know that well. And you're only with them because you all want to stay out later than everyone else and all the people that you actually are close friends with have fucked off home. So it's not even like a close group. So this is Every like a time. random group of randoms. Yeah, but like not necessarily random as in you don't know anyone, but there are a few people you're like, oh, I, I think I know your name. Darren? No, it's, it's Doug. Hang on. You so know, one of those ones. Let me, let me ask you this, right, because I'm not a veteran of your, yeah, let's you, say, you hate son watching the Rise person, party person. I've been to a club with you once and I could tell that <laughs> it wasn't your thing. No, no. I almost got arrested. Anyway, yeah. let's move on from that. Yeah. Um, you go back to someone's house, right? Yeah. And you've got, let's say, a party of 10. Yeah. And four of them know each other. 
two of them know each other, two of them know each other, and two single people that you've all just at the end of a nightclub shutting down. Let's go back for kick-ons. That's really accurate. Yeah. But one person after you get back at kick-ons starts getting a bit weird. Like not weird as in like what sort of weird behaviour? Like dealing with? just like you can tell the other nine are like this guy's a bit off. Like we don't like him as much, or he gets an, a bit aggro. How do you remove someone when you're all that fucked up that early in the morning and they're at someone's house that? You don't even know this dude. How do you get him out? Oh, no, this is different. You reckon? I, see, I hear what you're saying. To that person, you say, all right, we're all going to bed now. Yeah, that's what I was about to oh. say. And then he's like, all right. He gets a taxi. And you then get a taxi. You, you and then as he's walking own, to the taxi, you just, just lock the, the door. Clicking <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's back on. Yeah. All right. Oh, some guy's doing cartwheels. And, and that's like the like third the kick on. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yes, we got rid of him. Weirdo. <laughs> okay. No, I just think it's actually really nice to talk to people. And specifically, this is different to Mark, okay? But I really, I actually quite enjoy talking to old people. Mm. They've got, they actually have so much to offer. Yeah, I, they do. Honestly, I could not agree more. Best conversations ever. Like genuine people that actually want to talk to you. You have a good conversation and none of this fucking... Gen X, Gen Y, fucking crap. Just a genuine good conversation. And you know what my favourite thing is? It's like they might look, you know, I don't know what the word is, like proper, you know, really neatly dressed and a, and a bit too like maybe closed off. You open up a conversation and then one of them might drop like an F-bomb or a C-bomb out of nowhere and you're like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, we're on now. We're on now. And you know that they're like. Oh, this is real. I think the challenge is, not the challenge, I think the easiest way to do it is as well. Most people, maybe it needs to be in like a semi-well-to-do area. Most people of an older age bracket have done some sort of travel and they love talking about it. Mm. So when she told me, like she offered up, oh, yeah, my parents were Italian or whatever, bang, automatically you go, oh, have you ever been to Italy? And then, yes, and I have as well. And then you want to start talking about different things and it's just great. Mm. Yeah, Like it's not one of those conversations where you're like, oh, yeah, um, what do you like? Oh, I like footy. Oh, cool. Oh, how's the weather? Yeah, like, that's a, that's that, my yeah, conversation. <laughs> that was my conversation. <laughs> oh, the weather's pretty shit lately. Yeah, it is. Uh, it just dies. Yeah, goes nowhere. Anyway. Very true. I want to talk about something dumb. Brilliant. That I just saw. Okay, so this is fresh. Is it right now? Uh, it was recent. 10 minutes. Okay. 15 minutes ago. I was just opened Facebook before we started this. Yeah. And this guy who I used to play footy with puts a Facebook status up how old am I now I went to sleep at 7 o'clock today 7pm tonight or whatever yeah it's like okay hang on something's not adding uh, up here you didn't because you're awake posting about being old and going to sleep at 7 on Facebook and it's like quarter past 7 you didn't go to sleep you might have got to bed at 7 o'clock but don't be a fucking loser who wants attention that puts oh how old am I I went to sleep at 7 o'clock Loser. It, Don't fucking do it. I feel it. like that's that's an older person's way of trying to embrace being a bit older and trying to... Like finding common ground. Yeah, like feel comfortable with it. Oh, yeah, like, oh, I don't go out anymore. I fall asleep at 7pm, like one of those ones. But what are you looking for by writing that? It's like, oh, Maybe validate a, no, me. I, I think a like. Maybe yeah, a few, validation. Oh, wait, double figure likes on that. I yeah. think that's what he's after. That's he, the metric? He wants to hit double figures. Hey, let's work this out too. So... How, how many fa- Do you know how many Facebook friends you have? 
I don't know, five hundred. I don't know. Yeah, more, so, so so we got five hundred to a thousand. I've got one thousand four hundred actually, and you know how many I actually talk to? Probably about twenty. Yeah. So this is what, what I'm a saying. Waste of time. All right. So if you post how many, and let's say it's a fairly funny or a fairly gorgeous photo of yourself, if you have six hundred followers, are you unhappy if you get less than ten likes on that? Because it doesn't go out to everyone. It's yeah, only going to go. That, it, it do goes, you know? There's a multiplier effect on this. Yeah. So if I post a photo or a status just for me, mm. I would say, let's say I've got 600, it might get 20%. So That's a lot. No, sorry, that's wrong. Sorry. Very wrong. 2%. Yeah. So I might get 12 likes or something. And it's like, shit, no one cares. Put a photo of me and the kids up. Oh, Boom. You're talking yeah. 100, 120. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking multi. That's the maths. That's the that's multiplier. That's so true. Isn't it weird? Do you know, actually, before you say something, because I know it's going to be good, I feel like when it comes to social media, like let's just talk Facebook, and you, you make all these posts, people are more inclined to like more based on certain subjects. So like yes. the family. Oh, Rick's a family man. Likes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Do they feel I, obligated I to? I don't want to make this dark, but like you know, someone's sick likes. Like, there's all these things that yep. equal more likes. But anything like, like I cleaned oh, my pantry today. I'm, no one gives a fucking you shit. You know, I've been overweight, but now I'm going to the gym. Oh, that's huge. Likes, that's yeah. likes. likes. That's that's a lot of likes. Great job. You've done a fantastic job. Okay, but I think, the, the, I think the kids is the same thing. Okay, why don't we let's let, let's just go through a few. It's that, accomplishments. Let's go through a few that are not going to get likes. What are some? Subjects that are like, nah, that that doesn't work with Facebook. No one cares. Um, just knocked off work. Yeah, no one wanted to hear about that. Nah, no one cares because oh, they're probably still at work. Three likes, yeah. and one was from your dad. Yeah. All right. You know what else I think is dying these days? Yeah. His posts about sport. You know, like everyone used to be on on Facebook itself before Messenger. Mm. So now we talk about sport in Messenger. Yeah. Like, oh, did you see this? And oh, look at that. And oh, Riley O'Brien Brian looks like the guy from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Funny. And we were all like engaged and laughing. Riley O'Brien, you see him this way? Fuck mm. no. 255 super coach points. Change of in subject. Sample. Keep, uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> this isn't a sports podcast <laughs> yet. Um, but then you do it on Facebook and put a status about it. People are like, no, no, no. I go to forums and groups and Messenger for that information. Yeah, like the sports don't, club groups. Don't post it to me. I, I don't care. It's like I'm what interested. I was saying a few podcasts ago. Facebook is now a hidden chat underneath it. But the Facebook you see is not the Facebook anymore. That's right, the mm. Facebook. Anyway. What, um, what about an extension of what we're talking about? Shared 5172. Oh, Tell oh me. this is my – I don't know why I, I hate this so much because everyone – Everyone that does Dan, this Dan, is doing Dan, the right Dan. thing. You've been passionate about this for a long time. Oh, Let loose. Okay. Don't right. hold back. Let loose. I want I want the listeners, doesn't matter where you're from, I'm sure if you're in America, Queensland, New Zealand, yeah. you you like a police page or it will get suggested to you because so many, so many of your friends might like a post of someone that's going missing or commented on it to try and help. Now, usually you'll see something that's – a random name like Josh Smith. No one knows a Josh Smith. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> no, that's not common. Okay. So Josh Smith has gone missing and someone will comment down below, shared 7683, and they drop the postcode. What fucking infuriates me is it doesn't go out to your postcode. It goes out to your friendship group that don't live in your postcode. 
So it's not shared to that postcode. That's right. It's infuriating. And then everyone else copies a shared 1721-45555. It's like no one's giving you the tick of approval. The, the cops aren't looking for that. Just share it and don't say saying, anything about your postcode. What you're saying that there's thousands upon thousands of people out there that actually waste seconds of their life typing pushing in four digits, in four digits pressing enter, thinking they're trying yeah. to help the situation. They could just write shared. Yeah. The, the, the postcode, there's no reason for it at all. The police, someone started it. Someone one day went, yeah. I think this is helping. Dun, 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 post. And then someone else went, brilliant. And then 55 million other people since have gone, this, what? This I can't exactly, post unless I do this. This is exactly like my thing about sports and a post. Mm-hmm. When someone makes a statement and goes, oh, yeah, he's a great player and I'm a Carlton supporter. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just make the statement. <laughs> no one cares about what club you go for. We get it. You go for Melbourne and you've, you've made a nice comment about a Carlton player. Wow, you're a super edgy man. Shut up. Make the comment. Everyone will listen. Let's move on. You're not cool. Well, why don't they say in those posts, shared. Oh, not shared. Hey, he's a great player and I'm a Carlton supporter. 5172. Yeah, exactly. I've just oh, told my whole postcode that every he's a great time player. You do, every time you do a Facebook post, just put down the postcode. Wait, what about the other person in that postcode? Is he going, oh, I was going to share that, but no, nah, he's already yeah, got it covered. that's the thing. Mate, I love he's this, got it covered. I love I this subject. I don't need to post that anymore. I love this subject and I'm an Adelaide 36ers supporter, all right? So believe me when I say it, all right? 5150. <laughs> but it's so true. Like, I... If, and that's a great point. If I see someone that's posted 5172, it makes me think that if someone else sees it, they're going to go, oh, that's covered. They're, they're too dumb to realise. No. Nah, no. Nah. I've only reached one person that you have in common with that. Wait, and, they, and the thing is, even if it was suburbs, it's only going to reach what? 2% of your fucking audience anyway. Just don't say shared. Just share it. He, the other Facebook status that I really hate and it's not just like normal people that do this. It's also like media outlets and all sorts of stuff. They'll say, Mark Reynolds played the game of his life on the weekend. Changed my mind. It's like, well, if you're that convinced about your statement, why do you want me to change your mind? Because they're not actually that confident in it. No, it's just trying to generate people fucking arguing in the comments. Mm. All it is is this fucking fester field of people just fucking fighting each other. Is it just like a cool slang word that people use and they don't actually want anyone to change their mind? You know what I mean? Like Thoughts? I'm tempted to agree with that. They no. don't want their mind changed. No. All they're trying to do is see the screaming dogs howling in the comments. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> no, they want them to try and say something back so they can pick a hole in it and then belittle the person that's tried to have a, a crack back. That could be another angle. Oh, what do you think? Mark played the game of his life. What about the other week when he had 20 possessions, six tackles, two goals, third in the best and fairest? Doesn't what about matter. that game? Not this week, mate. Yeah, but you didn't take into account the fucking howling wind and he did a tag this week and it was this and that. All right, before we move on, one last thing that's fucking doing my head in and oh, it's yeah. almost got too much for me that I just can't. You're ready to explode. Okay. Let it explode. I was scrolling through Facebook, right, and not only did this first thing fucking piss me off, Every third to fifth post is now a sponsor. Yeah. So That's we're, ridiculous. We're talking 60%. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting that much sponsored shit. So I, I actually tried. I was like, I'm going to hit the X button, so hide the ad. This is spam. This is spam. I tried about, I don't know, 15 in a row. Yeah. And it just keeps coming. It's like 
You're going to shut down the first thousand. We've got fifteen thousand more ads to come. Just leave them. Don't touch them. Don't scroll and look at it. It just fucks you up more. Have you guys been on YouTube lately? What trying to watch videos with all the adverts? Yeah. It's it's oi. It's gotten to a point now where it's just too hard. You watch a video, two minutes in, you've got a minute long ad followed by a fifteen second ad. It's so infuriating. It's horrible. YouTube is ruined because of just constant ads. Speaking of ads, Charlie on trial played a pretty good gig the other night. What do you reckon? Oh, Thursday night. I'll tell you what. I was excited to go. I'm glad I did. And oh, my God. I left my house to come see you play. Yeah. <laughs> that is something in and of itself. Yeah, I know. Were you surprised I came? No, because you said you were going to. Yeah, but I mean, I say a lot of things and then don't do it. No, what, no, what he means, were you surprised when he said he was going to come rather than actually rock yeah, up? Yeah, I was actually. Mm. Well, yeah. you, you didn't even tell me. You told me that you were going to come. Yeah, I don't tell you anything. Just all surprises. Thanks. But can, before we start and we get into the gig, let me just give you a warm-up of how it yeah. came for me. Because obviously I'm not drinking as much as I used to and I can't drink and drive to the city and back. It doesn't, doesn't work. So I thought I'll go in, I'll have a couple of pints, then I'll just drink Cokes. But then I thought, where the fuck do I park? So I looked into the casino parking. Got a lot of parking underground, heaps of it. Yeah. Went in there. It's a fucking maze. Even though I watched the t- tutorial video on how to park there, got in there in real life, not that simple, very hard. So I had a ticket, put it in the back of my phone, walked upstairs to your gig, and I will finish the rest of my story after we chat about this. But let me tell yeah. you, it took me eight minutes from my car to find the casino, and I was right under it. That's it's a fucking maze. It was fucking nice. It's interesting you say that actually, and this is completely now off the subject. But recently, when Cameron and Tabitha came down to visit me, we went into the, that same car park, and we had a room at the EOS at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So you can drive through the EOS Valet, or you can go through to the car park. Went into the car park, and then there was all these signs. The signage is very misleading because it, it goes. Is. To, it's like EOS parking. Go that way to the, the hotel. And I was like, oh, bang, we're right here. Put it there. It's like a 15-minute walk to get there. It's fucked. It's insane. Yeah. Everything about it is, yeah, it's like you feel like you're two centimetres away, but it's actually an eight-minute walk with every sign. Yeah. gone. I finished footy training at 10 to 8, and I got to the casino at 9 p.m. That's pretty good timing, actually. Pretty good effort. I really enjoyed it, and... There's some footage that suggests I may have been a little bit surprised by Rick screams. I didn't. Yeah, that really got me. Yeah, I was like, "What's going on?" I, that when you hear that in music, I thought that was only for like people that were possessed by the devil. Do you know what? I didn't, <laughs> look, to be honest, no, no, like that's a compliment. Like that was that was crazy. Like I really, I really enjoyed it. And the first song that they played is actually the theme to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. how cool is that? Very good. Yeah. When I got there and I was, you guys were warm enough and whatever, I thought, you know, it's going to be the standard. I was expecting, and this is no word of a lie, I thought, you've been playing together for that long. You're all experienced musicians. I thought, you know, I don't want to be, that, that 20 minute lineup to get in fucking did me in. I, was, I had a sore back. So once I finally got a seat at the front, I was <laughs> excited. But yeah. I thought in my head, you know, these guys are probably going to be about a 7.5 out of 10 live. So good. Sound might be a bit iffy because it's the first show back. Yeah. And to be honest, I reckon after the second song, I was like yeah. know, blown away. I thought it was very, very good. We're not blowing smoke up your no, ass, by it the was, way. It, it was, was good. It sounded- and can I say, I actually enjoyed the the theme song 
track live more than what you hear. Obviously, here it's good, but mm. when you actually hear it live, you're like appreciate it a bit more. You're like, this is this is really good. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. Sa- it sounded CD quality majority of the songs. Yeah, and, but we did have one hiccup. Was uh, oh, the yeah, there was mic. a little audio. Yeah, the little vocoder just blew its tits. Yeah, anyway, what happens? It happens. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we actually right. had a lot of fun. We, there's more people there than what we expected. Obviously, you know, people travelled far and wide to be there, which was great. There's a couple of other things that came out of it. So this isn't related to the gig, but I just want to show, t- tell you a couple of things. Oh, here we go. So, a bit of inside. Love it. You, I don't think you guys fully picked up on this. I tried to point it out to you, but um, very best friend in the whole wide world, Tom, came over from Sydney for the gig. Very appreciative. We had a lovely day. We went for a bushwalk. We had a chill, sat outside with the boys, whatever, and then... The gig time was finally there. Now, let me tell you, if you haven't played a gig for 13 years, waiting all day to play the gig... It's a nightmare, isn't it? I just wanted to put myself in an induced coma until I was on stage. Yeah. You want to get out there? Just... It's like hours go for like three hours, don't they? The other thing is, like, especially when you've got a friend who you haven't seen for three years, I just wanted to sit around have a few drinks and, you know... But then you didn't want to get too pissed? Can't. Yeah. You can't. Anyway, Fuck. so that, does that. Anyway, I, I get that. That's shit. Yeah. So you might not have picked up on this, and this isn't. I'm not trying to throw shit or shade at anyone, but when we were sitting around beforehand, and the conversation was going, and Tom was like, "Oh yeah, chats with cats," and he's our most avid listener, listens to every episode. Yeah. But the funniest thing was because it was getting a bit pissy. Tom goes, "I don't think you remember this by the fact you're not reacting." Tom goes, "Fucking hell." I don't give a fuck about your podcast. I listen because I like you guys. I don't give a fuck what some cunning old Dinger Beach says about fucking topics and shit that happened in Adelaide. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, he doesn't care about the podcast, but he does. He listens to every single episode. That's great. So I was thinking sentences, you could easily go, this guy hates this podcast. But he's saying, I love you guys so much that it's engaging and I like listening to it. Yeah, yeah. So that was very interesting. The other thing that was interesting to me is now I want to tread lightly on this. Oh, yeah. I, I was ready. I was ready to launch on this subject a few weeks ago, and I thought I don't know if there's much value in it. Yeah. But now I want to really just here we go. I just really want to peel it back. I'm okay. so excited. So a few weeks, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> "Who the fuck wears a mask in public?" These days, now that it's not mandated, because you see it a lot still. Okay, okay, I'm going to stop you there. Now, I agree with you until I found out this. Now, you can have a strong opinion on something until someone gives you a good reason. I have a guy at work, I have two people at work that are continually wearing masks, even though we don't have to. And I said, what are you doing? So I've got a newborn baby, don't want to get it and then pass it on. And the other one's like... My grandma has a lot of health issues right now. Don't want to give it to them. That's fair enough. So that's fair enough. Yeah. But you are talking about one person that did my head in. Oh, here we go. Okay. Well, you guys have picked up something that I did not pick up on. No, he didn't really do my head in. It was just fucking infuriating. Well, the so he did. Let's deal with those two scenarios, okay? Someone with really bad health um, issues that I don't want to pass it on to them. I don't know if that applies. Someone with a young baby that you don't want to give it to, they've all had it already mm. weeks ago, just a couple of weeks ago. So my darling brother Simon rocked up with a duck mask on basically 
N95, whatever it is. Yeah, the real pointy face mask. Like, you could go and spray paint a fucking house and you wouldn't inhale a fucking piece of spray paint. <laughs> and I was thinking... And the problem with it was, in the most respectful way, he was tr- trying to talk to people. Yeah. No one could fucking hear a word that they're saying because <laughs> you rely so much on lip movement. Exactly. And he came up like, to me and I was like... like how are you going? Yeah. And you're like, yep. You can't, you can't lip read anything. It's hard enough fucking yelling at someone in their ear a centimetre away. You say lip movement. I feel like you don't really think that lip movement's a thing until it actually is a thing. Dude, you realize it's definitely a thing. 100%. But like you think it's all sound. Do you know what happens at a gig? You lose one of your senses. Even though you're hearing, mm. so it's working, you're actually losing it because what you're trying to use that sense with is already taken up by... <laughs> So what happens, your eyes zone in two times. They go, all right, you're on double time right now. Yeah, don't uh, fuck this up. And the brain goes, I hear background music, but let's focus right now on this guy's mouth. And then you look at his eyes, you look at his fucking nose, then the dumb cunt's got a fucking spray paint mask on, and then your brain goes, oh, no, <laughs> we're in trouble here. And, I, like, I thought I could be polite and pretend to know what I'm saying, and I just said to him, mate, you're fucking doing my head in. I can't. I can't understand anything. You can't talk to me anymore. I can't wow. see what you're saying. And yeah. it, anyway, as soon as he got a drink, anyway, like everyone that fucking wears a mask, he had it down. Everyone was like, "Hallelujah!" He had yeah, to take you it could off. actually fucking understand what he was saying. You could hear him better, read him better. Did he give a reason as to why he had the mask on? Yeah, sick kids. Sick kids. But they had already had COVID, so I don't know why he was wearing it. Yeah, I look. I don't understand it, and this is the first time I've spoken about it. Yeah. in a forum that there's a chance that he'll hear. So. Simon, you're welcome to let me know. However, at the moment, I don't get it. And like I said, you see so many people still wearing masks. No, he, he told like, me. Uh, he did tell me. He said something about. Um, you probably didn't understand what he was saying. No, he told me. He told me with his eyes because I couldn't fucking hear or see his mouth. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's yeah, enough. That's, that's enough bullying. Yeah. Let's talk about bullying. I, you, someone, which one of you? Someone I think said Mark. Oh, I did. Bullying I did. in schools. Yeah, I did. I was big on this. So I saw a video the other day about this poor girl sitting with her friends and this girl came up to her and absolutely throttled the shit out of her in front of all of her friends. And what did her friends do, Rick? They did fuck all. That's not good enough. It is not good enough. So when we hear about all these stories about bullying and, you know, girls, guys, just absolutely copying it sort of at school right i think what are the teachers doing about this what is honestly happening at school where they're actually doing something to prevent these things from happening so my question to you is when we hear about these stories we don't really hear about what's happening behind the scenes is there enough happening behind the scenes in your eyes and i know you've got two young boys that are going to be going to school soon are you potentially worried about what could be happening? It's a great question that you pose, actually. And I think there's two parts to this, right? There's a really distinct miss. Is it a misunderstanding or is it just not? So everyone thinks, like you just said, what are the teachers doing about it? Mm. Very, very important. Mm. What are the fucking parents doing about it? They probably don't know. This is the problem. So this is where the teachers come in. Oh, this is a All right? huge topic. So if there's bullying going on at school, yeah. I've heard instances and seen where bullying occurs at school 
and the teachers don't even tell the parents like you say. So that's the first problem. You can't expect – so as a parent, if for some reason you've done all the right things – this is another part of it – if you've done all the right things, brought the kid up to be respectful, understand what good behaviour is, all of that sort of stuff, and then they go off and be a little piece of shit because they're influenced by someone else anyway – that's really hard for you to get a grasp on because you've, mm. you've tried, right? But then... You've ticked all the boxes. If a teacher comes to you and says, hey, Dan, just wanted to tell you that Nala is actually scratching the fuck out of all the other cats at school. And you go, oh, well, fix it. Yeah. that You're a piece of shit then. Yeah. yeah. All right? So there's a disconnect somewhere there. I get it. I get it. If you've, if you've done all the right things as a parent and... You've tried your best as a parent to teach your kid how to treat another human being. If they manage to screw that up because of influence from another kid, that's one thing in itself. And I think you can't blame a parent for that. But if the parent has been an absolute piece of shit and treated their kid poorly and haven't taught them about the values and morals about how to treat another person, if they then treat another kid poorly at school, then fuck you. You want to hear something really sad? Yes. So this is how... I don't, but yes. Well, this is the thing, right? There are parents that will hear that news and try and do their best to fix it, yeah. educate, make things better. The other night, I got told by one of my work colleagues, he's about to finish his shift, it was late at night, probably 10.30. Yeah. He had this kid walk in, mm. said, do you mind if I stay here for a while? He goes, well, you sort of can't, like we're closing up. Can't stay here. And he goes, why? What's going on? He goes, oh, mum's drinking again. Anyway, gets talking to this kid. He's, his dad's died. His mum's a fucking severe alcoholic. Says he gets abusive, doesn't eat for a few days because she doesn't cook for him. He's got no money. And he's hanging out at 10 o'clock. He goes, oh, what time would you go home if you were going to hang here? And we were open all the time. What, what are you going to do? He goes, oh, maybe like 1 o'clock or something when she's asleep. It'll be safer then. This kid, he's 13 years old and he's out on his scooter in the middle of the night because he's fucking petrified of his own mum. So he needs like a friend or an auntie or an uncle or something. Yeah, like just someone, someone to reach out. But the go. thing is, is he, is he only opening up to this stranger because he's in desperate need? Is he going to tell anyone else about this problem? Because he, you know, like, oh, what's going to happen to my mum or am I going to get removed from my mum? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And so what I'm saying is there's this going on. Then he gets to school and he's, you know, got all this res- resentment to his mum and he starts taking it out on other kids. This is where all this sort of shit starts. It's just, I don't know, it's a so, sad time. So my impression of you've been brought up poorly mm-hmm. and your parents haven't taught you right yep. is still correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh, maybe it's not really that, but yeah, absolutely it is. Well, every house is going to be different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, every yeah. house. But You know something I saw that was really good though? What? And obviously, look, this isn't going to work probably any other scenario but this. But I really liked it and I hope you do too. So, dad discovers son is a bully, devises effective solution. Now, what is the solution you're wondering? Did he have to hide, um, hold a sign up on a major highway? No. Oh, I've seen that before. Father was disappointed with his son's character. The son was bullying other children. So the father employed an ancient tool for character development, boxing. Now the son, the, don't worry, the dad didn't beat the fuck out of his kid. Oh, damn. <laughs> Which would have been good. This, the dad paid for this kid to go and fight a professional boxer in a sparring match. 
So he still had headgear, like mouth guard, that, all oh, of that sort of stuff. Mate, but I he had to go in there. He said, right, if you're such a tough guy, then you can go and box this guy for 15 minutes. Oh. And he came out of there with like he was bleeding and he was like, the guy fucking pasted him. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Like, I love it. Like I, I, I do love it to a degree, but like there's a way he could have done it without making the kid bleed, surely. Like that's too far. He didn't make the kid bleed. Didn't you say bleed? The professional boxer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. I like, oh. I like it. Mm. If you really think you're such a hero going and beating up on, you know, less, less powerful, more vulnerable people, not just other boys or girls or mm. whatever it is, then we'll make you the less powerful, more vulnerable person and see how you Do you like know what it, it comes down to? This is, I love this. Everything comes down to fear. It's why a lot of kids are, you know, doing multiple crimes over and over because they know the system and how it works and police are just too nice to them now. They're just like, oh, yeah, you're in, you're well, out. It's like your thing. Yeah. All these kids have just been stealing stuff and the police are like, oh, yeah, that's who they are. We can't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. there's no fear anymore. They're and like, that, I think fear is, the, fear is the only correctional thing you can do. But honestly, I think it is. But well, whether that's – it can't be violence. It has to be some other way. That's why we have the death penalty, isn't it, really? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, I mean, I know, I know we're going to like a great length to discuss our topic and I know it's bullying, but you're right. Mm. Fear is everything. Yeah. That's the only reason we would have the death penalty. Yeah. So people committing these crimes know, hang on, if you fuck up, this the is not wor- worth the all. worst of the worst. Mm. So on a much smaller scale, punishment is everything. So here's more, like never going to happen, but imagine if you get caught stealing, right, red-handed, on footage, Undisputable, you get your little finger cut off. That's it. Done. How many more people do you think would steal? Would you risk a fifty dollar item or a hundred dollar item for a finger? Probably not. Is it the right hand or the left hand? Oh, let's just say like flip of a coin. Could be left or right. Oh man, no, heads left, that. tails right. I'm not doing that. Exactly. But there's fear there. People wouldn't steal. You know? You're right. You're right. Is there anything else? Chopping a finger off is a bit weird. I think, well, uh, you know, if you steal nine <laughs> times, you're down to old thumbster, you're just giving people a thumbs up going, I used to be a thief. You know? <laughs> oh Why has he got a lisp all of a sudden? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, because he got his tongue chopped off for being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a thief and half my tongue got chopped off for being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh. I just wish kids would stay cute forever. Because my kids are both in such a cute stage at the moment. Mm. They are. Little Moss had his birthday the other day. Four? So cute. Four years old. Yeah. Sensational. I have to say, Rick's kids are very cute. And there's some out there that are still cute, just not as Yeah, that sentence cute. sounds like a mirror image of what you said about me. I was a cute 21-year-old still and my birthday the other week. Mate, you, you are cute. You've looked the same for about 12 years. <laughs> hey, do you reckon when Moss is 20, he'll look older than me? <laughs> Hope not. That means that he still doesn't sleep very well. Um, my conundrum is, and I think, listen, yeah. it, the world is built on the fact that not everyone can be a great-looking person. Yeah. It's just the truth. Mm. You could have a beautiful soul. You could be a beautiful character. You could be philanthropic and be doing lots for charities and stuff. It doesn't mean that you're attractive. So... Mm. I just, but people get so many warm fuzzies, especially with babies, that if you went up to them and, you know, you and Alison have a baby, I say, oh, what a cute baby, and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But you don't always mean it. Okay. Speaking of don't always mean, where, okay, 
this needs to be brought up. We're talking about human beings that are good looking versus human beings that aren't. And we as a society, particularly now, try to pretend that that doesn't matter. It's it's all about the person and who they are. Hang on, can, we, can I but stop I, you there? I think, I think that it is the biggest lie because there's so many people out there that try to pretend, Dan, that it doesn't matter when really what they truly believe in their hearts is the same old thought process that they had all these years ago, which gets back to what Rick was saying. Let's define what cute is, though, because I'm in agreement with you, but there's some people that might come to think, oh, he's so cute, as in he's small and he's yeah. frailing and he's just like a newborn little lammy, right? Cute. A, a what? A lammy. Okay. Anyway, first I've heard of that. Keep going. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> most people interpret it as in like he's a cute, good-looking kid. Yeah. Totally two different things. So can you get away with lying going, fuck, your kid's ugly, but oh, he's a cute little lamby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you come across a, a baby or a kid and they're not a good-looking kid, you don't go, oh, yeah, your, your kid's not good-looking. You just go, your kid is so excited and he's so up and about. And Jeez, he's, he's got a big head. He's got a beautiful heart and he is just got the greatest personality. But don't ask me what I think of his looks. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't say, oh, look, yeah, he's a kid, but he's not my type because you sound I, like a fucking pedophile. What Rick's saying is... Oh, hang, was it you that said you thought one was ugly? Well, prob- I don't know, probably. So one think, of my own kids. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you thought Ren was ugly Absolutely. Kid, and you thought, yeah, okay. Yeah. See, I like that honesty. I think it's it, what Rick's saying is there's a, a an, ex, an expectation of what people should say when they meet a newborn or mm. a, a little baby or a, a two, three-year-old, and the immediate human response to meeting a baby is always very similar. It's, oh, he or she is so cute. Yeah. Now the issue is what happens when he or she isn't cute. And, and some, I mentioned before, some are just horrendous. Not a, even like yeah. they're not cute. Some are like, wow, that's going to have a taste. He's life. just so wow, <laughs> like a whacked out wow. face. Wow. Oh wow. You know, I I love the honesty from Rick though. Yeah. Going, you know what? My firstborn, really cute kid. Mm. Secondborn, fuck, he's got a rough lid, right? <laughs> but the thing is. A kid that has a rough lid will grow up to usually be the better looking child. Maybe. It's a fucking weird yeah. thing. And, this is and like, if they like, don't, they're probably going to be smart. <laughs> in, all, in, in all honesty, in line with that, people used to say to us, oh, and this is the thing that frustrates me about society is everything has to be the best or the worst or the cutest or the this. And it fucking, it's annoying. So people used to come up to me and go, oh my God, he's the cutest baby I've ever seen. And you just go, oh, what I... What I actually said was, oh, thanks, but Moss was cuter. Because oh, he good. was. Yeah. Now, Ren is fucking adorable and very cute now. Mm. I'm not taking that away from him. But at the moment in time, why should I just pander to everyone and lie? Moss was cuter. He just had a cuter face. He had oh. all this cute little hair. He had big cute eyes. And Ren was just like squinting at you and just be like, and grumpy all the time. Yeah. I hope our podcasts are still around in like 15 years, so... Little Rennie can hear this one. Yeah, he'll because like Because what I said, Ren, if you're listening, is that you're fucking cute as hell and adorable right now. That's because you grew into your head, mate. Yeah. Yes, mm. absolutely. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. 
Fantastic. You, hey, won, you won the Powerball of being cute now, but I not was, back then. I was a cute baby, but I apparently had the head the size of a bowling ball. And I've seen photos. So I had yeah, what's a, huge, a, huge, <laughs> a huge skull mm. and I was bald. I didn't have any hair for like two years. And every time people saw me, they'd see a cute, a cute kid but I'd have this huge head, huge veiny head with no hair. Mate, that's not cute. You're Benjamin Button. That's what that is. Okay, I was ugly, whatever. <laughs> and this lady yeah, came up to my mum at a supermarket once and said, put a bonnet on that baby because my head was so big. And She was so offended by your big veiny <laughs> yeah. penis head. She's like, put something on that, please. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, cute baby with a big head, apparently. And I'll show you the photos. Yeah, I was a pretty fucking... Average looking kid. Hey, um, by the way, you <laughs> until missed- what, Until what, 2008? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, still, I look about the same now. Still yeah. average looking. Um, oh. You missed the, one of the best segues he's ever done before. You just whoo, straight over there. In one ear. Straight over my big brainy head. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, brainy. he said, yeah. Ren might have missed the Powerball with the good looks, right? Oh, did I? Now, we wanted to talk what, about that's this. That's a huge mistake. Because- this is a fantastic story that happened on the weekend. Sorry about that. Yeah. Two Australians won the – is it the biggest this year? I think it was $40 million each. Yeah. Fucking so oh. big. Objection sustained. All right, move on. Yeah. $40 million. Uh, what the fuck do you do with $40 million? You probably get – I don't know. I know what I'd do. I knew your head. We can't talk about it on this podcast. Wait. Yeah. One of the ladies had uh, the – uh, the ticket gifted to her was it? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Mean, who read the story? Was it you? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. So about. on the news, there's a lady. She won fifty percent of the lottery, which was forty million dollars, and she got the ticket because her friend purchased it for her as a present. Now, my question to you guys is: Would you ever buy a friend, a relative, whatever? a lottery ticket as a present because of this very scenario happening. I want you to put yourself in the shoes of the person that bought this ticket for this friend and I want to give you a little bit of a question here. How is that person feeling at this present? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Present time. Ecstatic, because you know what? I know if what someone, you're about to say. Someone's going to give you yeah, you're at ex- least a million. Okay, here's the problem. At least. Here's, here's my question and the reason that I put this on our sheet. What if that person that won decided, sorry, it's my money. It's a gift. It's a gift. I, you know what? I'm going to buy you a nice new Nissan Pulsar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a 2005 Nissan Pulsar. Then, Mark, I would say oh, no, put no, your no. car up for sale no, now. It's automatic. It's automatic. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a nice car. So, the lady that bought her this ticket is expecting a large amount of money. Now, my question to you is, Rick, Dan. $40 million as a present. The only reason that this lady has $40 million. Not 14. I didn't say 14. I said 40. Hmm. How much money would you be expecting to receive from the person that bought you the gift? Okay. 
I have an answer here and I had a discussion with one of my dearest, which was mum. Scroll your mind back two weeks ago when it was our birthday. Yep, scratchies, scratchies each. Before we started scratching, I said, hey, 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 you do realise that there's the old 10% rule here. She goes, nah, we're not doing that. I said, why not? She goes, well, the prizes aren't big enough. I said, get fucked. Have a look at the tickets. Some of them are 100 grand. And she goes, all right, let's shake on it. Any prizes over 10 grand, 10% back to the giver. Okay. All right. So we made an agreement on the scratchies. Lotto tickets, I don't think it changes. 10%. So if you win a four million, million. You want 4 million out of the 40. Well, what the fuck okay. are you going to do with $36 million? Fucking on- set your friend up and both of you travel the world. To be honest, when I answered, when I asked you the question, before you answered, my immediate thought was $4 million. Yeah. At the very minimum. Oh, minimum? What's nah, it? I, th- I think enough to set them up forever. What's the difference between 36 and 40? Well, I don't like know. Four. Yeah, <laughs> four million. Just, yep, four. I'll oh, just hang on. Did the sums. Carry, hang on, carry hang the on. two. Yeah, yep, on, four. Hang on. 30, 40, 36. Yeah, it's four. Mm. It is four. It's the same amount of money for the amount of money that you can spend in one lifetime. It's going to be the same result. You buy the nice car or four. You, right. you buy if, the two if, mansions. What if the lady who won the money had her eye on a $40 million boat? Oh, God. Just mm. so happened that she's, oh, look, now I've got enough money to buy this boat that I wanted for $40 million. And I can buy it. And I'll tell you what, I know that and I'm you, gonna pay cash. you bought that ticket for me and I know you love Victor Harbour. So we're going to Victor Harbour together. On the boat. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll let you have- How insulting would that be? I'll let you, I'll let you steer do you like for shark- one nautical mile. <laughs> I heard that you like shark cage diving as well. <laughs> we'll go to Port Lincoln one time. <laughs> yeah, you put her down in the cage and just lift open the door. <laughs> oh, thanks for the ticket. <laughs> oh, but like, I know that we're having a lot of fun here talking about this. And I think a large part of it is to do with the whole fantasizing about winning the lottery. It really is absolutely crazy. Do you know what? Is it not like, a lie? What are the chances? I can't even I can't even leg land a ten leg multi bet, let alone a lottery ticket. I, I used to actually use this as a tool to fall asleep about five years ago. So when I struggled to sleep or my, my brain was busy, I would think about winning a lump sum of money and what I would do in the first two hours after winning it. So not about what I would spend it on, but what would I do for the two hours after I got that information? Who That's I'd call, cool. how, yeah. who I'd tell, who I'd just send money to and just not even say anything. Be like, hey, can you check your bank account? Like just stuff like that. And being thinking about like being sort of creative but um, not thinking about things repetitively put me to sleep. So your ideas about how you'd spend the money were that bad that you fell asleep? Nah, I, I didn't <laughs> get that far, mate. <laughs> Honestly. No, no, no. Jokes let, aside. Let me, let me tell you something. Jokes aside, just before we move on. No. No, no, I've got no, 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 I agree with you and I do the same thing. Rick, go. Here's a conundrum. When I was part of my five closest, mum, dad, me, my sister and Simon, I used to think, all right, if I win a million dollar sum, I'm going to give 100000 to everyone or whatever. Yeah. I had these things in my head. Then... When I met Rachel, Rachel has a mother, a father, and eight other siblings. Oh, and fuck them. All of a no. sudden, I was thinking, all right, if Rachel and I buy a fucking lottery ticket, mm. there's all the money's gone. Can't fucking, you've got fucking yeah. 15 people that you've got to give it to. Do you know yeah. what you do? 
You don't tell anyone that you've won. That's right. And then you break it down in your head on the importance of that person and how much you want to give them. So, for example, Rachel's seventh sister that you had a fight with last Christmas, you go, don't like her much, but she's worth 10 grand, all right? Yeah. Then you open up a brand new bank account That's under a, under a, a different stretch. name mm. and you call it, who was it, Josh Smith? That's that guy we've never met before? Cool. Um, yeah. And you send it from Josh Smith's account to all these people anonymously and just say, yeah, there's your money. And everyone, you'd be like, I woke up this morning and I had... 50 grand in my account, the average that everyone got. Me too, me too. And then you could play, yeah. play the mole. So what about this lady then? This lady that won the 40 million off the prized, sorry, gifted ticket. Oh, God. I still can't go. How does that. the person who gifted it to her even know? Oh, I think you, I don't think anyone can Dan, hold that. If you that. bought me a lottery ticket and I won, okay, 40 million is an insane amount of money. So let's roll it so back to six. All right. Uh, six is a really awkward right. number. What about oh, two? Okay, See? yeah, two's harder. I'm right about this. Mm. We're, we're fantasizing right now. I love it. Mm. I want to know how you guys would tell one another if you had won, if you bought a ticket for him. This is how I would tell Dan. Dan say, "Oh, how'd you go with that lottery ticket?" No, nah, no, good sir. No, nah, I would. I would set it up so well. I'd on the not not on the podcast. I'd get everyone here, and I'd just casually, just straight out say, and your first reaction would be, "No, nah, you you didn't." And it would take about an hour of convincing. And you'd be probably, the most boring podcast. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yes, I did. No, no. you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about when we arrive off air because anyone listening that knows anyone's won money on the lottery is going to want in. You've got to keep it oh, on the yeah, DL. Yeah, everyone from the woodwork coming out. Hey, it's, man, yes. it's been a while. You've got to keep it on the DL. You're close friends only. Oh, I'm a good. Oh, mate. I've been the biggest fan of Chats with Cats since you guys started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just. Oh, I love I it. I heard and, you won the lottery. And what's your name again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember that time 15 years ago we did something one time? Yeah. Let's <laughs> do that again. It went to Victor Harbour. Well, we, <laughs> we started at Charlie on trial. We've ended up somehow at the lottery. But now you want to talk about Charlie on Blackwood? What is this? Oh, okay. All right. Well, actually, <laughs> that's, I didn't even put that connection together. Charlie and, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Remember Mate. I was telling you about, I think it was three, four episodes ago. Get probably on seven. It. Yep. Remember Smiths were doing that promotion? Open the packet up. Yes. On the inside, if it's gold, you win 10 grand. I did. Yeah, you did tell me about that. Guess what? They were struggling to find people to open these packets, so they started putting out clues on their Facebook page. And then it came up, South Australia, and it had like southern suburbs. So they obviously tracked the box they put it in to who bought the box to where it went from the depot, right? Yeah. So they could tell what shop had it. Anyway, uh, second clue comes out. It goes, southern suburbs shopping centre starting with D. So everyone was like, it's, it's a Drake's. It's a fucking Drake's. Right, and then the third uh, about a couple of days later, still hadn't been found. They go, "I'm the OG, as in original Smiths." Right, I'm the, I'm, I'm the original 170. I think they called it something like that. OG 170, and then another clue came out and said, "I'm very close to Belair National Park, the Drakes near your house." Yeah, and you didn't go and buy it at Blackwood. Yeah, has someone won it now? No, no one's won it. It's there. It's sitting there and hasn't been won. Why are you only just mentioning this Is it now? the one at Blackwood, though? Yes. Well, the Drake's up Well, what's the next? Oh, it's not Pasadena because it's not called. That's it's not, not a Delamatesi yeah. somewhere, is it? No. No, mate. <laughs> a Delamatesi. No, that's, um, that's not even. That's a food land, isn't it? The Pasadena? <laughs> it's got nothing to do with it. I'm just saying, would a Delamatesi have one? No. 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 It's, it's a shopping. 
It's a supermarket. Supermarket starting with D. So it's Drake's. Okay. I don't know of any others. Delamatesi. Delamatesi. Yeah. So I'm saying is go and buy every fucking 170 Smith's packet you can find in there. One of them is uh, 10 grand. Unless someone's already done it. When Sorry. When's the last update you've had on this? Don't know. The Smiths were showing this morning, so I don't know. So it's today. Could be. Could be today. So I'll get Rachel to go tomorrow, remortgage our house to get all of the original <laughs> Smiths packets, and you're promising me that one of them has a gold ticket. Someone's probably already taken it home, and it's probably someone that doesn't uh, give a fuck about the things on the front of the packet and just gone, oh, poured it into a bowl, bin. That's so true. For someone that has so much bad luck, I hope that all that bad luck transitions into one big good luck thing. And I'm, sorry, it's only 10 I'm grand. I'm hoping though, that's it? the... It's only 10 grand, but check, I want, I want go to their Facebook page. Have no, a look it up. No, I'm talking lottery. I'm talking the real deal. Like the big one. I want to win something big. Hmm. I want to win something from nothing. Like every typical Aussie, right? Well, you find everyone's hearts on the podcast, Mark. That's pretty big. That's, that's a huge achievement. It's true. $10,000. All right. Now at a, at a really menial sum of money... If hmm. okay, let's say we can't. Let's say I did just drop past Drake's today, and I, not that I ever buy original chips because what sort of a weirdo does? Original but, chips. I'm sorry, the shit. You reckon? Oh, look. If if it, if they're at a party and you get, you know, this is the the trick, right? Two bowls, original and salt and vinegar, and you can't tell the difference. Can't tell the difference because they look the same. You go up and you have it, like say. Someone, you go, oh, these different? And so this, nah, the same. You get the originals. You'll go back for more. Mm. But as soon as you find out that there's a fucking bowl salt of salt vinegar, vinegar there. Yeah, you're going for that one. Oh, mate, the original that you had five chips out of and you find out that there's a salt and vinegar, <laughs> it's not going, you're not going yeah. back to it. That's, right? so that's so a brilliant that, call. And that is genius by Smiths because they're going, we need to boost original chip sales. Hang on, because someone's the no person goes to the shelf and because goes... Because no one gives a fuck <laughs> about original chips. Unless they're Tyrrell's. Have you ever had Tyrrell's chips? Oh, are they green weird packet? They're, they're weird packet. And the, lo- the, the, the font shit? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know them. Best flavour. The best original chips nah. you'll ever have. Atomic tomato? Atomic tomato sandboy chips. You no, know, I got them into work because you were raving about them. I got a whole carton of 24. The first six flew out the door, then went out of date. So fuck you. That's oh, how much did you end up selling the rest for? Have you still got them? Uh, I think nah. I don't know who. I, someone took them home. Can I be honest? Don't. Well, we are on this podcast. Get me into the store. I would have taken all eighteen bags. I love that because I I like out of it. out Atomic of tomato as well. Out of not wanting to let you down for a flavor, that flavor is the best. Why don't you just send me ninety three cents and I can buy your whole carton of them for ninety three cents a packet? Let's do it. They're only the forty five grand though. I'll, I'll buy That's as the many as I can. Yeah, you reckon? For atomic tomato, they get a bit. It's a bit of a big day. They're so to sit there tasty. And have, a, have a whole thing. They're so good. <laughs> Fucked. Sorry, I'm really passionate about them. Is your dick out of your pants right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Because Mark's already got his dick out. You wanted to talk about getting changed. Yes. Okay. Oh, another smooth one. Smooth one. Look. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what? Here's two things that really annoy me. Is is it me? Uh, well, you and warheads <laughs> eating warheads around me is infuriating. The second thing is getting up for work when it's freezing cold and having to get changed. Right now, when it's especially when it's cold, this is amplified by two. I don't like getting changed into clothes. I find it irritating and very annoying. 
if I get into my work clothes, work my day of work, as soon as I get home, I try to change out of my work clothes as fast as possible into something comfortable and then that's it. I, I just want to – I'm I've signed off from changing clothes for the rest of the day. But then you get those times where Alison might go, hey, do you want to go out here or go check this out? And I'm like, oh, go down the beach in summer. I've got to get changed into the beach gear, come back, wash, get back into my comfy clothes. Hey, and then we let's go out to dinner. Then I've got to get changed into something to go out to dinner with and then come back. I can't handle it. How many times do you think it is acceptable to get in and out of different clothing a day? Um, all right, can we just minimise this to weekday or weekend? It's probably weekend, isn't it? Well, it depends. Like re- for us, we don't have kids, so we're not locked. We can just sort of go. So <laughs> Locked what, in the basement? We're just locked at home <laughs> with no kids. <laughs> all right, let's talk weekend. So weekend, now I know you wear like a full... Um, nomenclature of clothing to bed. So I wear undies and sometimes a t-shirt, maybe a jumper, depending on how and cold trousers it is. and socks. Never, ne- never socks. Right. socks Last is week you said you wear full clothing to bed, including a hoodie. You've just been exposed. Well, I would say that uh, undies and a Mark just t-shirt. said we always tell the truth on this podcast, and now you're talking smack. Okay, you little filthy mouth bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm done. I'm not done. The All right, go on. So, if it's a weekend, right? I'm just picturing I'm Dan. So, and then, but then putting you in my situation. So, if it's a weekend, I'm Dan. I wake up fully clothed because I'm a fucking loser. Then I get changed into my gym gear. We go to the gym in the morning. Then I get home. I have to get out of that gym gear because it's fucking dripping with sweat. Put it in the thing. Get showered. Then I get out of the shower, and we haven't kind of. Discuss what we're doing for the day. That's so, the th- oh yeah, dude, man. But this is like you got kids. <laughs> there's curveballs. But then the other thing is, after I get out of the shower, the next step is put Ren to bed, and then we've got an hour and a half where we have to stay at home when nothing happens. Mm. So, like you said, so, some form of comfortable clothing. Yeah, like just a t-shirt and casual shorts or something. But yeah, that's what I fucking hate is that coming home from like a gym or something. Then there's an hour and a half period of not wanting to wear the clothes you're leaving the house with because you don't want them to get shit spilled on them or cat hair or child vomit or diarrhea from your partner. Anything. That's a bad one, actually. Yeah. So you do that. Then you sit around for a bit and then you want to go and do something. And then you've got to put on your jeans. Mm. And then you've got to put on a different T-shirt. And then you've got to change your shoes. Yep, that's another one. Tying laces. That can go get fucked. I don't do that. Exclusively don't do it. What do you mean? I just slip everything I wear on and off. Oh, oh you, sorry. You, do you have permanent? No, sorry. Unless I'm going to the, for a run. Mark, do you get changed? You haven't said a fucking word. I do get changed. <laughs> That's the same jumper he's been wearing for the last three. I've lived, I've lived in this for four weeks, but, you know, we don't film on camera anymore, so, like, I don't have to mix up any <laughs> oh, of my styles. That's true. Yeah. And I rocked up tonight in thongs because I hate wearing shoes and I know that, that's a good call. No one sees below the waist. You know, you know what? You've got to be a brave man to wear thongs in winter, but it's still a great move. That's true. And you know, the other thing is, when I was at home, I got I got home and I said to the boys, said day to the boys, said day to Rach, so I'm just going to get changed. I came out in this, my shorts, and thongs. And Rachel goes, oh, you don't have podcasting tonight? I said, yeah, I do. Mm. She goes, well, why are you in thongs? It's freezing. I was like... We're not doing it Now outside. I feel peer pressured to change into shoes and socks. And I stood in front of my fucking sock drawer thinking, what are the appropriate socks for cold for about five minutes? And then I ended up picking these like longish socks. Yeah. 
Oh no, you didn't do socks and thongs. Nice. No. Oh, oh my god, socks and thongs. Wash That's your a- mouth out, you yeah. dirty whore. Are, have you ever <laughs> have you ever done socks and thongs? Yeah, I did once, and I got bashed up. Yeah. So and so you is should've. that true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it a prank? Was it a prank? No. Yeah. Monetized, um, monetized yeah, though, so it's no, okay. I don't know. It's a big day, isn't it? And it's too much. Too much. Anyway. I, I want to go just slightly off. I've got one other thing here, plus extras. Have, does anyone know why we're going so over time? We didn't mention it, so should we mention it now? Oh, well, if they've made it this far, they probably don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the time to mention it. Uh, we won't. We've got the long-distance runners right now listening, and I, we appreciate you guys, so stick with us. You know the best thing about this is some people that say, look, there's a period in the podcast where we get to the Monday pod and we're just like, we just wish there's more. So yeah. the Wednesday. We just wish there's more because now I've got nothing to listen to of you guys, fucking crystal clear voices, mm. beautiful topics, sensational banter until <laughs> Sunday. Have you got your dick out now? <laughs> yeah, can't you say it? <laughs> we can't hear, hear you until Sunday. We just mm. wish there was more to carry us through the next four days of work. Do you think we should do four episodes a week? I think we should do four six-hour episodes a day. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so non-stop. Anyway, the next topic is... That I, I just, I've just seen this say, and it's come up twice now. How's this? <laughs> I left my partner for the Ukrainian refugee who moved into our house. Have you heard about this? What? what? So there's this couple, young couple. The male is 29 and his girlfriend or partner is 26. They've got two kids. They're in west of Manchester in London. And in the peak of this Ukraine-Russian um, refugee issue... They said, you know what? It's only the right thing to do. We've got space. We can take someone into our house. Oh, my God. I know where this is going. They got allocated. He already told you what happened. No, no. They got allocated. I can predict the future. (laughs) Allocated a 22-year-old blonde Ukrainian woman. He allocated a 22-year-old blonde. He wasn't on fucking (laughs) dial-a-bride. And within the first 10 days, so she came over and lived with them for 10 days while she got set up in London. The guy's fucking left his missus and he, he's with the new bird from Ukraine. Fuck, he's been putting his dick into her ass. Oh! <laughs> Touchdown, mud dogs. He's been putting his dick everywhere. Yeah. What a surprise that a guy would leave his wife for a 22-year-old blonde Ukrainian woman. It, it, Dan, it blows There's my no mind. There's no commitment anymore. There, there isn't. It disgusts me. So the, the Ukrainian... She must have had a really good personality, Rick. <laughs> the Ukrainian woman is Sophia. She's 22. Yeah, blonde. She likes long walks on the beach. (laughs) And she admitted, as soon as I saw him, I fancied him. It's been very quick, but this is our love story. I know people will think badly of me, but it happens. I could see unhappy Tony was when I got to his house. That's a lust story, love, and you're going to get fucked on. She's bombed out. Mm. Oh, that's a fucking minefield, that fucking relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this is all way too soon, folks. There's fucking missiles flying everywhere. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a bit too far. That's way too far. Who said said missiles flying? That was him. Shame on you. (laughs) I told you, that joke tanked. (laughs) Oh, that's very good. That's okay. Anyway, look, we don't have to talk about that anymore, but it's just... Blew me away. Oh, fuck off. Uh, you know, all this all this fucking crossing yeah. the line is invading my personal space, but that's fine. 
<laughs> don't uh, you dare. Don't you dare. No, no, I'm not. I'm just don't you dare. Oh, Best on ground, Dan Wilson. That was great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting more. And Do I you got, know what? Yeah. And it actually don't ma- you dare. You're about to say something. Stop it. I, I, you know how you guys are having to go at me for not looking into the war? I was looking into it today and it's Oh, fucked. what's happening? Yeah. Just fucked. Like, I'm I, still confused by this because literally the most press I see on it is Daily Mail. Do you mm. see it when yeah, you're on I Facebook? Do. Daily Mail Australia. One of them's like, oh, Putin's in trouble now. The next one is, oh, he's gained space and, and Ukraine are fucked. And then the next one's like, oh, he's not going to be happy about this. They've hit yeah. back. And it's like, which one do you is know? That? Do you know what it surprised me? And this absolutely blew me away and almost brought me to tears was when we had interpreters on live TV talking about the war and during their interpretation of the event, they actually broke down in tears and started crying. Oh, that's so rough. So this lady speaking, translating in German, right, German Rick, she was talking and midway through she just stopped and just started sobbing. And I'm, I was like... Oh, so she didn't continue doing that. No, hand she stopped. And, and her job is to yeah. translate, right? And she just couldn't do it. It was just so sad. And this happened on two separate occasions. I think I think those people are fucking insanely skilled. Mm. I, like, you're hopeless. I could try and tell you just to, you know, move a fucking stubby holder whilst you're looking at a Facebook post and oh. you'd fall off your chair. Just too so, much information. So, what did you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. Okay. These people are hearing full sentences Can at you rapid pace. The question. You're not the boss of me now. You're <laughs> and they're just going fucking nuts with their hands, yeah. delivering a message to someone while still hearing like eight words and oh, saying three he's words. He's not talking about Auslan. He's talking about interpreters. So they're hearing it and then having to repeat it while the person's still talking. Well, same thing. That's in that. Yeah, look, they're both incredible skills, but I think. I feel like an interpreter. Uh, yeah, actually, no, that's harder because you're still listening while you're t- while you're talking. So your hearing's then fucked. Oh, oh, that's a fucking. Have you listen? Talking about interpreters, have you ever had a phone call mm. when your when your voice starts replaying in your own ear? Yes. Like yeah, two it's seconds hard. later, okay. it's hard. You start talking, yeah. you're like. Oh yeah, g'day! It's just um, Rick calling from such and such, and then by the time it's you Rick said calling that, from such and such, and you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and your brain stumbles on it. Mate, Let's I just wanted to call you about. Call you about uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting. A, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just feedback in my. Feedback in my. Oh, yeah. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? Let's That's try. Th- like. Let's try something then. All right. This That's is going to exactly be extremely like. irritating for the listeners. But I'm going to say a paragraph, and I want you to try and repeat it to him as you're listening to me. Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, should I do a fact? I, I'll just. I'll, I'll do a thing. Yeah, go for it. My name is Daniel Wilson, and I, Daniel quite Wilson like and I quite beer, like drinking beer, but I usually but find usually I like to do it, like to on, do the it on the weekends. But you're actually I'm doing, doing great. this really well. That's a great <laughs> job. How did you do that? Because yeah. I'm saying it in the same language. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I don't no, know if it matters, does it? He's done very well, but also there a point has been made that doing it in another language is fucked up. Okay. I'll, I'll say it in German. Ready? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I can't fucking do that. Don't last you dare go there. <laughs> Did you say I sounded Hebrew last time I tried to do? <laughs> yeah, which is ironic, if you know no. what I mean. Oh, oh, I always push the button. Oh, mate. Anyway, I had said that I'll get all this information from Daily Mail, which brings us to our next subject, mail. When you move a house and you're getting mail daily from yeah. the person who used to live there, what do you do? Like, why is this not important enough to people to get their own mail? Okay. Before we go on, I need to ask you guys a question because as soon as this was mentioned as a topic, 
it suddenly hit me. We have a house in Belair, right, that we've lived there since 1995. Oh, that's and, a long time. And it's we, nearly 30 years. We have been receiving mail from the person that used to live there up until today's date. We still receive mail. Is it the SA Lottery saying you've won nine hundred eighty? I wish it was Dan, but it's not. It's what? what is, okay, who's the on. company? No, that they're, they're all. Oh, it's a that person. is from random people. Oh, and they're sending them to this man that lived at our house from nineteen ninety four earlier. So I'm telling you guys right now. Do you know how popular you need to be for someone to still send you mail and not speak to you in twenty five years? <laughs> his sur his surname. His sur- Do you understand that? His surname is Grapsch. Oh, he's German. Probably. Oh. Surname Grapsch, right? And he's still receiving mail at our house. And we just, every time we see it, we go, oh, not Grapsch again. <laughs> Over the shoulder. Oh, no. Have you, hang on. So All you've right. got a your bunch of Graps. Your civil duty when you moved into that place, at the first letter, did you return to sender it? RTS? Hey, good question. Sorry, don't know. You know why? Because I was four years old. And he was too busy graffitiing his sidewall. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> All right, so. Must have mentioned that one. Yeah, you did. So here's the thing. Margaret used to live here. All right, lovely lady apparently. You've made this up. Uh, no, true actually. Okay. Oh, actually, no, I met her. I met both of them before he came in here. Yeah. Um, and the neighbours both said, nice people. Yeah. So when I first started getting their mail, I did RTS, right? But it kept coming and from the same companies. So do you know what I did? I, after about 18 months, I started opening it to find out how important it was as to whether I could ditch it because it was pamphlets and whatever. Curiosity killed the dead. Yeah. Yep. All right. And one that I opened was from um, like a hearing aid company. I was like, what is this? Like return to sender. They keep sending here. Is this something important that I need to go and speak to my other neighbours about? Do you have their contact number? Contact her. In doing it, I was trying to do the right thing, but that's a massive invasion of privacy. It turned out just to be fucking pamphlets, like literally like catalogues of the 2021 hearing aid. It was nothing of importance, right? So now I just chuck them all out because that's basically all it is. Yeah. But is there a right time to open someone's mail when you're trying to do the right thing? Or is it all just RTS and just let it keep coming? Well... We moved into a brand new house on a block that had never had a house on it before because we built it. Beautiful. Oh, that's lucky. It's not luck, mate. You make your own luck in life, don't you? <laughs> Fill me with that bullshit. Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign up and get my mail sent to his house just to fuck him up. I'll film it. Well, from the, from the council, when they send out the council rates, we had letters from the council coming for... So we used to be... Lot so we were lot one thirty eight. We're number ninety nine, but there's also a lot ninety nine, which is on the same street as ours. That's a head that, fuck. Yeah, and it do, but it doesn't have a house on it yet. So they were sending out notices of um, council rates payable to lot ninety nine, but the posties were going can't fucking put a letter there. There's They're no post box. N- yeah, okay, yeah, no post box. So they're just putting it in our letterbox. So I was going RTS and writing a detailed description of why they cannot send shit to me. Yeah. It's not my fucking rates. Some other fucking poor asshole. Anyway, put it, send it back to RTS, not to RTS, Can you, send it back to the council, RTS. And this isn't me being silly. Could you write on that letter, could you say um, post address does not have a letterbox, please email recipient? Didn't think of that. What I wrote on there was 
Our house is number 99. This is for lot 99. Okay, so you put the problem back into circulation. I put the problem back. So when it gets returned to sender, RTS, that the sender could go, oh, that makes sense. Maybe I'll look up this person's details. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That didn't happen. Mm. I got three lots of council rates for these people and ended up having to go back to the um, estate, like the guy who sells the land and saying, mate, you got to sort something out here. Yeah. He ended up giving me their email address. They gave hey, me their right email. address. Then I mm. sent it to them. So is this is this now the thing? Because I only thought of that just then when I was telling you you're a dickhead, but I've been a dickhead for way longer. Please email this to person if you have email address. Well, do you know what? Why do we have post boxes anymore anyway? Post offices, post anything. Because when you buy is, shit off eBay. Well, okay. Thanks for interrupting me. Did the Matrix just What I was you just then? about to say, what I was about to say is, Apart from parcels, you shouldn't be getting bills, you shouldn't be getting letters, you shouldn't be getting any... Right, Christmas cards. Nope. I agree, but it happens. Send me an email saying, gra- hey, mate, Everyone's grandma's Merry still Christmas. alive, that's the thing. That's why there's still post boxes. Grandmas are still alive. So when are we thinking post boxes, post mailboxes and Everyone's post boxes grandma's around about out. 70 to 90, so I think 2040, get rid of the letterbox. <laughs> They'll all be dead. So no one's sending money in the mail. As harsh as that is, I think it's more like a 2030 job. Nah, that's way too early. Six, seven, eight years ago. Like, I don't agree. I I really think in 10 years' time, so 2032 to 2035, everyone's parcel is going to get delivered by drone. You just put your prediction down by seven years. What do you mean? You said 2040, now 2032, 35. I said letterboxes will be gone by 2040. Yeah. Drone delivery will be in play in 10 to 15 years. Huge call. Nah, pretty good call. But what about with high-density living? So you're living in an (coughs) apartment building. So what, are they just going to deliver everything to the front door? Yeah, or to the roof. There'll be a designated spot and it will say, please collect this within this time. If you can't, then it won't be delivered. Mm. And you have to say, yes, I'll be able to get it in that time or no, it won't be sent. Hectic. Very good. Very, very hectic. Now, you're talking about old, old people. Okay, yeah. While we're talking about grandmas, hey, um, I was having a discussion with Alison the other day. I can't remember where the start of this conversation comes from, but it was something about her friend talking about her grandpa being in a home, saying that I think he's having more sex than I am at the moment. And Sorry. I thought, hang on. Is this Alison's grandma? No, no, Alison's friend talking about their grandpa, saying, I think he's having more sex than I am at the moment. And I was like, oh, does he have a is girlfriend? That, is that code? No, nah, actually, no code. No, nah, this is just legit, and I'll tell you why it's legit. What's her name? Jensen. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yep. But she goes, oh, um, I said, I'm like, Hound, how old is he? Does he have a girlfriend or something? Yeah, he's like 78, and he's still going strong. And I'm like... I don't ever think about, you know, people in their 70s or 80s having girlfriends and doing a lot of sex. But apparently, your old nursing homes are rife with it. They're all bunny hopping each other, going, it's it's on. The nursing homes are on. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. It's like a Tinderland there. You just, oh, my God. Do you yeah. know why that's such a giggle for me? Why? Because bunny hopping is what you do on your BMX bike. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just picturing an, like an old folks' home where they're like the old dude's laying down on the ground and the grandma's just like riding over and jumping him on a BMX bike. She's probably jumping him. Yeah, this is a real thing. So apparently, nursing homes are a lot more sexually active than uh, everyone thinks. I think 
we make an assumption that you get to a certain age mm. and you behave in a certain way and it's just not accurate at all. No. Is it? Well, the thing is, when, do you ever stop getting horny? And well, I, I don't know yet. I would like to know. Young people, I think, assume. I would like to know if there is a record. We talked about the oldest person that's still alive or that had ever lived the other week. So is there a record of the oldest total age of a couple that have ever had sex? Yeah, she was getting a Johnson when she passed away. Who? The oldest lady. The uh, Sudoku lady. <laughs> what? Wasn't she doing Sudoku puzzles or something? What, what age do you think is the average age where a married couple in a healthy relationship stop having sex? 35. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, Rick. I, I, no, thanks. I, th- I think it's about 70. Is it 70? Uh, look, I think... I'm guessing. I've got no idea because I'm, you know, I'm 30 mm. I would think, years away. I would think it probably a lot of things would change. So things like I need a hip replacement. Things aren't working. I can't thrust as well as I used to. Let's chill out on it. There's going to be problems like that. I can't elevate my heart rate. Health problems would probably stop it before the brain wants to stop it. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, you I'll know, that's where a nice... <laughs> trying to open a fucking beer for Rick with a Sharpie. Yeah, go on. Talk to me, Rick. Oh, oh. There you go. That sounded really good on yeah. the... Do you know what? That skill to have open a beer with a Sharpie. Yeah. Won't get me any, anywhere in life, but that's fine. Um, you know what would come really useful when you were old mm. and you had health problems? Living longer. Two penises. What? Well, the double-headed Hang snake. On, is this a story that you've got in your in another story? Yeah, it is actually. Okay. Is Come this on. like Inception? It better be. Is this a story within a penis within another <laughs> penis? <laughs> sure. Um, there was a young boy born recently, mm. and I can't remember what it was since like Saudi Arabia or something. And the poor – well, actually, I've been thinking about this. Mm. Everyone's saying, oh, poor kid, poor kid. He was born with two dicks. Same size? No, Dan. <gasps> Tell me more. One of them was a hog and the other one was just normal. Oh, so one was a Mark, one was a Dan. <laughs> and we're not going to decide Oh, wait, I don't have a small penis. <laughs> Do you know what the doctors did? They removed the big one. Why? I don't know. Because it's 2022. You, okay, big that's, dicks don't matter. That's like buying two lottery tickets. They both win. One's won ten dollars seventy. One's won forty million. And taking, you know what? You're ineligible because you've got two winning tickets. Here's ten seventy. That's a joke. <laughs> what would you rather, the big or the small? I mean, it, look, it, if go it, the if, big so you can then resize it later. <laughs> if point. the small was like regular, yeah, probably keep it. Because, like, is a big dick? I don't know. Is it really all it's cracked up to you be? You guys are screaming out regular dicks right now, just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem with a regular dick? My, mine is very regular. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a regular Mine's dick Mine's so regular it's Antarctic, but that's fine. <laughs> anyway, we asked the girls on TikTok about this. We'd spoken about it. They yeah. all said, doesn't matter yeah. as long as you know how to use it. Oh, they, but, they made you feel better, guys? Yeah. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. that, that's what you want to hear. But I really think... Oh, they say the club. <laughs> but I really think... I really think you should go with a bigger dick, Doc, and then let the guy decide if he it's wants back to. Back to the future? What are you talking <laughs> <laughs> Set the time to 1975 and go with a bigger dick, Doc. Something's going to be done about your kids, Marty. 
It's very funny. <laughs> I have nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is great. Oh, sensational. All right. Well, yeah. I think we move on to facts that aren't related to bigger dicks. Oh, Facts. I'm going first. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Just, just a clever one, right? This yeah. is not great because I've got three. I'm going to go with three tonight. Talk to me. Oh, can you, can you, can we just do two each? Uh, oh, well, two is one and the same for me. No, I, I have two, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about two, right? Well, I have two point one. So here we go. Yeah. Give me an, uh, an idea of what animal has dismantled its own trap from poachers. A fox. Bear. A fox. That's a good guess. What do you, what do you? Bear. Bear. Not bad. Your bear trap. Turns out. Gorillas have been seen, seen dismantling their traps by poachers. Very smart. Yeah, very smart. Young gorillas have learnt how to um, to trap and dismant, dismantle snares. So they're obviously setting them off or fucking them off. That's very clever. Like that. You, Rick, go. All right. I've got two animal-related ones, actually. Love an animal. <clears throat> no question. The wood frog spends seven months... Of the year frozen. These Alaskan frogs freeze almost completely at the start of winter, with two thirds of their body turning, sorry, body water turning into ice. Oh, to what? all intents and purposes, they seem dead. Their heart stops beating and their blood flow stops. However, once winter starts to thaw, so do they, and they hop back to life. Now, my question is Do they live longer? Well, you'd fucking want to hope so. If Walt wow. Disney is really frozen at the moment, why can they not get some sort of DNA from this Alaskan frog and okay, hit, I just splice it with his blood and something, and he can get going again at some stage? I just googled and me too for that for that fact. How long do frogs live? Common toad, ten to twelve years. What's this thing called? A wood what? The wood frog, which is an Alaskan frog. Okay, three years. Ripped off. That's they a get huge 18. rip off. That's a fucking joke. Seven months at a time. Three years, 21. So 15 months, dead. Oh, horrendous. Joke. Ugh. Mark? All right. The most profitable film of all time is? Avatar. There won't be A, B, C or D. There's only A or B. And I want you guys to try and fight over which film on a percentage scale versus money spent marketing the film, spending money on the film versus profit, what is the most oh, this is the trick. profitable so film? So you always hear about box office intake, but you never go, okay, well, how much is that actually profit based on mm. how much a, is spent? Paranormal Activity or B, Saw? Paranormal saw. Activity by a Country Mile. The answer is? Country Mile. Paranormal Activity. Costs like $70,000 to the film. The most profitable film of all time is Paranormal Activity. Costs $60,000 to make. Yeah, good one. $400,000 to market and brought in $89 million. Yeah. Unreal. Oh, and nice. do you know what? Because the idea was so fucking original. And I haven't even seen the film. Actually, no, I don't think it was. I think they just did a better job at the Blair Witch Project. Did you say? No. The Bel Air Witch. <laughs> the Bel Air Witch. Oi, I'm not going home tonight. <laughs> oh, fuck. God. I was too, too busy thinking about those Smith chips. <laughs> okay. Black, 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 black. Okay, oh. I got another one. 
The earliest found depictions of dogs being pets is from how many years ago? So you're thinking about to the first known something of something of proof that a dog has been human pet. 1,250. 1,250 years? You. Well, what are we? 2020 AD. Oh, who gives a fuck? How many years ago? 6,000. 6,000 years ago. Listeners, what's your guess? Oh, my God. Is this Jurassic years? Can't hear you, so it doesn't matter. All right. (laughs) It's actually 8,000 years. Great guess. Good guess. Dogs have been humankind's best friend for a long time with um, carvings in rocks in Saudi Arabia showing a man hunting with 13 dogs and two of them on a lead. Mm. That's fucking pretty impressive. How many of them were desexed? Uh, it says here. <laughs> okay. Were they all up to date with their vaccinations? <laughs> okay, and and the, the, I oh, said I had a part two. That. Okay, so when were cats domesticated and by who? Uh, Cleopatra. Egyptians. Okay, and what's your guess? The same guess. How, how many years? Sorry, I'm uh, eight thousand. Okay, so 8,000 you said what? I said. What did you say? Cleopatra Sphinx. <laughs> yeah, but how many fucking years? 6,000. 6,000. Okay. You're right. It's not 8,000, it's 9,5, so you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you're more oh, right than him. Damn. Yeah, and it was yeah. the ancient Egyptians. And they were worshipped and people um, were told that it was illegal to kill. So don't touch cats. Illegal. Can't touch them. Just chat with them. Yeah, chats with cats. Love it. And you know what? 10,000 years later, here we are, still chatting with cats and we're shipping. Oh, I love it. God, imagine where it's going to go in the next 10,000 years. I don't know. I think we'll still be talking. married to cats. We'll be still talking about facts, I reckon. Yeah. Hopefully we'll still all be alive. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously not. Without a litter box. Five good years left in me. Um, Okay. Now, mammals. Mm. How many mammals are known to give birth with a midwife. Hang on, so like someone's next to him going, here's your help, here's your Helping. help. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm going to go with my magical number of two. One. Most people think that Mark is right and they would be very wise to think so. Oh, my God. Because I'm so animals or human beings are really the only ones who have help from another one of their own kind – to give birth. Yeah. However. Pam, before you clear oh, that up, damn. are we talking about the father and someone else? Or are no, we talking just about just one? A medical assistant damn. of someone else okay. helping. Damn. Don't ruin the moment. Okay. Think about this. Now, I want to just tell this story and then I want you to pull this to pieces and tell me all the weird shit that's going on, right? Yeah. Most animals give birth alone. This is the tale of the flying fox midwife. Bats have been thought to be no exception, but a chance observation of a young captive-bred Rodriguez fruit bat struggling to give birth provided the exception to the rule. Rodriguez fruit bats from the Indian Ocean island of Mauritius, your favourite place, Mm. are highly endangered with only about 350 remaining in the wild. However, there's several protected colonies in captivity. One of these is in Gainesville, Florida. There was a... Issue at one of these sanctuaries where a female bat was having great difficulty giving birth. Yeah. She was in the wrong position. So she was still hanging with her feet above her head. So she was upside down. So she's trying but to when f- bats give birth, they stand up so they can plop the bird yeah, out. Yeah, right. Bat, sorry, out onto the ground. Now, another female bat flew up to this bat who was upside down and kept trying to show her, 
you're like flip wrong way around. Like, you're up the wrong side, right? She was still having lots of trouble, and this is where it gets interesting. The midwife bat also began licking the mother bat's vagina to stimulate birth and then periodically wrapping her wings around the other bat to keep her warm. Oh, that's so nice. Apart, apart from the weird licking the vagina, that's yeah, probably too far. Besides that, that was fine. So, ended up, the mother figured out what she was doing wrong. She stood upright, gave birth to the bat, but then she just dropped the thing to the ground. I forgot about it. But because it was in captivity, the guy who was the scientist who was observing all of this picked it up and gave it back to her. It started feeding and it, and it lived. But the weird thing is, did she forget about the kid because or she was getting her pussy lip by the other I reckon it smelled bat? like the other bat and it went, hang on, this isn't my kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because um, a lot of animals do that. As soon as they right. Could you imagine this? Alison's having a baby. Mm-hmm. She's in the delivery room. Midwife comes in. Okay, you're six centimetres dilated. Dan, just give me a second. You're seven centimetres dilated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back. Oh, my it's God. It's so weird. Yeah, that's weird. Like, I know you guys haven't had kids. You haven't been in a birthing suite. But all of the weird things that get done to a woman in a birthing suite, it's like, all right, I'm just going to fist you to see how dilated you are. That lady's going to go down and lick your pussy because he saw it on a bat doc documentary. It's like so much strange. You know, stuff. you know. Okay, this is this is funny that you say this. You say that's fucking weird. But you look at, let's say, if you had a dog, right, and you started mounting Rachel and having a go, and then you had a go and another go, and then more goes in the bathroom, the kitchen, the bed, and the, the dog's watching it all, going like, oh, that's fucking weird. But she never gets pregnant. It's just weird. You just don't understand, do you? Who Rachel doesn't know the dog. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm saying like pet, pets and other animals do things that are bizarre, like licking. Speaking of pets, I've got a fact for you guys. All right. Oh, <laughs> great segue. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's done. All right. Mark was sick of hearing about Rachel having sex. We've had five facts out of six. This is the last one. And I'm testing you guys out because that's what I always do. The hottest day... In Australian history ever recorded Celsius degrees was recorded somewhere on the coast of somewhere in Australia what's the temperature 51 degrees I, is it just below that no it's 51 exactly <sighs> I want to say it's like 50 and a half I think it's just below it no it's it's 50 51 and I, I believe 50.6 have you two been on Google? No, nah, I, I know this fact. Hey, no, wait, seriously. I know this fact, and it's actually incorrect too. It's actually a hotter at different spots. I think this is the populated temperature. Are you telling me Google's been lying to me? I think so. 50.7 yeah. in Onslow on the coast of Western Australia, mm. the hottest recorded I think if you go to mid-New South Wales in the centre of SA. Why would Google lie to me, Dan? Why would there be some Because other- it's probably like a... The most uh, like human populated temperature rather than actually just recorded temperature. Oh, as in like in the desert in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's why it's I was It's up to 58 degrees here in the summer hut. Heat. Do you know how hot that is? Like we get to 45 and fuck off. I, you can't walk outside. Well, the road starts melting, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Seatbelts are deadly. Can't pref- do anything. I've said this before on the podcast. I prefer the cold to the heat. I can't do heat like 50.7. If I was. Experiencing that, 
I just want to. Everyone gets angry, don't they? I'd want to melt. Mm. I I really wouldn't want to be there. Like, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm all for the cold versus the heat. Anyway, if you've made it this far, this is the end of the season. We're going to have a few weeks off. Like, subscribe, five stars. We haven't really plugged any of that for a while. We'll be back. I think we need to thank every single listener that's listening right now. Thank you so much for your support. Um, We truly value uh, you guys listening to us week in, week out. You're absolutely fantastic. Rick, I'd like to thank you. Dan, I'd like to thank you. I've had a lot of fun in this season. And uh, <laughs> I've been waiting to use that all year. <laughs> He's pushed the button on me, but just fucking. We'll see you on, next mate. season, baby. All right. See you Bye. later, guys. <laughs> I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.